Do you have your notes? Yeah, right on my phone. Okay, you want to get those out? Yeah. I'm a phone note taker as well. I have to write because that's how I remember things. Otherwise, I'm not going to remember it. Mm. Well, that's why you write it down. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have to like physically write. Uh, I mean, like if you write it down in a book, you don't have to remember it. Or like in your phone. What? Isn't that the point? Is this our cold open? <laughs> <laughs> how do you, how I knew do this you, would happen. I knew this would happen. How do you take notes? <laughs> Riveting. Uh, okay. Are we ready? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so Tamlin punches a lot of holes in walls and stuff, right? Or like he Who fixes that? Well, isn't it magic? Is it magic that fixes the house? I would assume so. Okay, so my question is, if you could do, like, if you had magic that would do, like, a mundane thing, what would you want that magic to do? Oh, God. Dishes. Dishes? dishes? So it's just doing non, non-stop ending dishes with, I go through bottles non-stop. B- bottles of what? Uh, baby bottles. Oh, okay. Uh, we have, like, eight of yeah. them, and we clean them, all eight. Every other day. So you want like the Fantasia, like yeah. I want I want some some I want Harry Potter uh, coming to the Weasley's house and like uh, all the shit scrubbing its shelf. It's uh-huh. Yeah. I want <laughs> I want an imaginary friend to play you can have that with without our daughter. Magic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to play unicorns anymore. I love her. I'll sit and watch her play unicorns. I just don't know how to have conversations. I'm just like, hi, I'm Purple Unicorn. How are you? The imaginary <laughs> friend thing is so scary. Uh, my daughter woke up. The I was laying down with her. She sits up and just starts waving at the wall. And, and I look at the wall. There's nothing there. And I go, who are you waving to? She goes, the stars, which we hear the stars in the ceiling. But I'm like. Thank God. What <laughs> <laughs> about you? Laundry. Like, clothes are never dirty. They just, oh. when I take them off my body, they're clean, and they're in the closet again. Would you take them off? They were already clean. Well, unless I'm going to be wearing the same thing over and over. Like, <laughs> if you're Tamlin, you are. Tamlin's Baldrick? You're, yeah. you're talking that to thing, <laughs> That thing's got to be sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not convinced I know what that is. A baldric? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's why they changed it, this this book, to bandolier. Well, I don't know what that is. <laughs> bandolier yeah. is like where you keep all your weapons. So like, Isn't that what a baldric is? Isn't that so? what a baldric is? That's what I'm saying. I, I think they changed it to bandolier because people don't know what the fuck a baldric is. Mm. That's mm. 0 for 2 because I... <laughs> <laughs> everyone <laughs> was that oh man is that welcoming the beginnings of these are so awkward because it's like how do you do this yeah you're talking to nobody yeah at that point we asked uh, my brother back hello it's me gabby's here <laughs> gabby's here not sick this time oh yeah you're not gonna cough we, we had oh, edited your coughs we edited out a lot of your coughs yeah it wasn't too hard actually you didn't, you didn't do too bad. Yeah, all my stealth coughing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, uh, w- just before we start, just we got an email that was like, hey, are you guys ever going to talk about yourselves? <laughs> we 
kind of more or less yeah like, more or less we don't know anything about you how old are you <laughs> i'm like oh i guess we really don't hey we can reinvent ourselves right can we say we're like 20 <laughs> 25 if you want to be 25 you can be 25 i could pass for 25 French on a nationals. good day huh french nationals yeah they, i just don't have an accent <laughs> go ahead what french accent <laughs> no <laughs> What if we have listeners in France? I don't we want do. them to we stop have, listening. But Canada, we have yeah, we yeah, yeah, we yeah. Have both Canada and France listeners. Thanks for listening. Those countries. Yeah, you do not want me to do a French accent. I actually don't even know what it sounds like in my head. I can't even picture it. I can. It's grotesque. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> my 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 French accent is grotesque. Oh, I thought you meant the French accent. Grotesque. I'm like, thanks a lot. I thought you said Melissa's French accent. I'm sure grotesque. it is. Oh yeah, I can't do. The only accent I can do is my own. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> the Wisconsin. It exaggerated your own accent. Yeah. Oh, gra- Gabby, go grab me the phone. <laughs> don't you know? And don't you know? Uh. Anyways, we're in our upper thirties. But I'm not that Speak close to yourself. 40 yet. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Mid-30s over here. Lower mid-30s. Wait, how old are you? 30, 34? 34. 34. Okay. I would consider myself upper mid. Yeah, you're You're about to... I'm not... You're about, late. I'm, I'm approaching late, but I think I'm upper mid Are still. you about to turn 38 or 37? 38. Okay. Yeah, so he's old. <laughs> upper mid-30s. All right. Okay, anyways. That's all you get for now is our ages. We'll maybe tell you more another day. Oh, what are we drinking today? Yeah, so we. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a, a old fashioned, or uh, what is being rebranded as a Tamlin. Yeah, because tell me why. <laughs> in these chapters, he's he comes off a little bit old fashioned to me. Just really, um, really sticking to those traditional gender norms. And uh, I don't, I don't vibe with it, but I am drinking, I'm drinking to it. Nice. And if you don't know, an old fashioned is like the state drink. Of Wisconsin, Wisconsin, yeah. Yeah. And they're yummy. Yeah. Very yummy. Um, I am currently not drinking this, but I had one earlier, right before we started this podcast. So you're gonna he- still hear me clinking glass because I having a Roman Coke. But I was drinking an IPA. Because Tamlin's about to be bitter. <laughs> yeah. Gabby, what are you drinking? I'm drinking a whiskey straight, um, which I'm going to call the missionary because that's how I assume Tamlin does it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah, see? He does do it missionary. I'm, I'm assuming so. Every time they describe it, it's missionary. He seems yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, he's laying down. Oh, we'll talk about that more later. He's laying down? Like on top of her. Okay. <laughs> he's protecting her. Yeah, protect, protect, protect. <laughs> okay. All right. So we read chapters 10 through 13. Yeah. So the rest of part one. Oh, I'm so excited because the ending uh, means that we get to venture off the spring course. <laughs> Yeah. So exciting, exciting stuff. You want to recap, or Gabby, do you want to recap? Sure, I can recap. Mm-hmm. Recap. Whoever recap. wants to recap, just recap. Okay. Um, chapter ten. <laughs> I could give you my notes, and you should read my notes. <laughs> chapter ten. I 
am calling Tamlin has a tam trum. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the name of this episode? Feeling tamtriny? That's really hard to say. <laughs> Having a tantrum. Uh, after Feyre tells Tamlin that she is drowning under his protection, Tamlin's emotion magic causes the room to basically explode. This revealing some more about uh, Feyre's dormant powers. Um, Tamlin apologizes and relaxes a bit before Reese comes to pick up Feyre for their joint custody. <laughs> yeah. Um, chapter 11 uh, is Feyre's second week at the night court, and she reads... Yeah, and grows further apart from Tamlin. We see growth. We see growth. Yep. Chapter uh, twelve. Pharaoh wants to leave the manor, but Tamlin locks her in her room, or well, in the in the manor, and uh, Reese comes to rescue her. And then uh, chapter thirteen. Pharaoh wakes up in the night court. Reese explains some needed politics. He tells Feyre uh, that she can stay with him. Feyre's into it. And then she asks him to go to work with him. And he agrees under conditions. And we see Valeris, the city of Starlight. Yay! Well said. Well said. in Valeris. I'm so excited. That was good. That was a good recap. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. I wrote it down in everything. Really? Yeah. Oh, look at you. Um, okay, chapter 10. Let's start. Uh... So at the end of chapter nine is when she basically told Tamlin, you're drowning me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A really, a really basic communication, yeah. which resulted in a room exploding. Right. And we learned that Farrah can shield. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and that's like using air, right? Mm-hmm. Air. Controlling air? Yes, Wind. Wind. Which I think is very lucky on both parts. Like, Tamla didn't know that she could do that. So, like, he would have just, like, killed her. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> blew her up. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're both lucky that she has that ability. Would Tamlin know that she has those powers? Like, what? beforehand. Like before, oh, like before that moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think they guessed it because she went and was with Reese, and he was like, "You have these powers. Have you explored any?" But she never told any of them that she was learning how to use her powers with Reese. It's not until later on that Lucian discovers that she. Yeah, but I think things. he. They're suspecting. They're suspecting. Right? Because she's been doing things. Remember, she had like her wood hand, her her handprints in the wood mm-hmm. from the fire. Mm-hmm. So he knows she has something, and she's super strong. And... But he doesn't know she has a wind wall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and also, he doesn't know anything about her. <laughs> yeah. like her so there's that. Her birthday. So maybe not. That she doesn't like the color red. <laughs> <laughs> Literally nothing. Oh, it's so frustrating. Um, yeah. And then he, and then he gaslights her a little. There, like in the explanation, oh, sorry, you know, like, I just, you know, I just need to protect you, and that's why I get, and am I just like them? And well, the, it's so weird because, like, <coughs> you know, they they've gone from this like <clears throat> idea of Tamlin being a protector to basically kind of an ab- 
abuser at this point. Like mm-hmm. he takes that that whole stance. Oh, I'll never do it again. It was an accident. I was angry. Yeah. He gives I excuses. Can I can change. You know, like that's like really kind of fucked. Yeah, it's very much giving abusive spouse yeah. for sure. Right, and it's a super red flag too. You know what's crazy is I've read that people who have read this these books, like especially book one and into book two have realized that their significant others are very much like Tamlin mm. and have started divorce like proceedings because of it, you know, it's like eye opening. Yeah. Because it's so real. Yeah. You know, this is how it happens. It's like under the skies of I'm protecting you. Yeah. I'm the only one that cares for you. I'm gonna isolate you. And um Yeah, the scary. isolation's really big. Yeah. I wrote red flag. I wrote Red Flag a lot, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, and and this, I think this is, this is the point where the curve starts to go down, down. Like it, obviously, like we're reaching, reaching this apex as as to their relationship kind of going a different direction, and this is like where it really starts to curve, and then obviously we hit a peak at at one point where it's rock bottom. But yeah. Yeah, I, I like this moment, too, because I think Fira is realizing she might want something different than whatever this is with Tamlin. Um, and even after all that, Tamlin still tells her nothing. Yeah. Like, he just almost murdered her. <laughs> and she's like, I need space. I need I need to be able to do what I want. And he's still like, no, you're going to be a little fluff in this manner it does it is it just me or does it really it, like to me i i see tamlin using his powers and his abilities but does it seem like he really doesn't have great control over them in general like they, they're obviously like <laughs> emotion tied and he doesn't seem very in control of his emotions yeah i think I mean, yeah from like from page like 10 of the first book yeah, like like his claws are coming out when he doesn't necessarily mean for them to claw, come out. Like, yeah. yeah, someone says something the wrong way and it just happens as like a knee jerk reaction to it. And I don't know if that's like a tie back to who he was way back wartime, where he's just reacting to things and now he's like trying to make progress for himself, or he just generally doesn't have good control over his own emotions. I think personally, I think he's going through a lot of trauma and has never figured out how to deal with it and so as we know from many fantasy books anytime you have a strong emotion your powers are uncontrollable yeah right whereas we see reese who also went through trauma has people to talk to Mm -hmm. and has good relationships and tamla doesn't have good relationships we did get a message from um, someone on tiktok who was talking we i mean this kind of fits into this I was doing a lot of like Tamlin bashing because you know Tamlin sucks, and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, am I the only one that like kind of likes Tamlin or like doesn't want to be so hard on him?" I'm like, okay, message me and tell me, tell me why. And he thinks that like Tamlin is suffering from PTSD, like depression. Yeah, from PTSD. Yeah, like he had to watch the love of his, of his life be tortured, humiliated, flaunted, uh, <clears throat> especially with his mortal enemy. Reese, uh, and he couldn't do, couldn't do, he didn't do anything to stop it. Um, and he likes, if, and he watches her die. 
Um, so like his, him wanting to be like protective is, I don't know, like valid necessarily, but expected. Um, and then just their terrible relationship on top of that, them not being able to communicate, their only means of communication is like sex essentially. Um, so you can see why Tamlin is the way he is and maybe uh, fair is not to blame, but they're just so incompatible that it like piles on to that the way that he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I mean, we're going to learn a lot more about Tamlin. Tamlin does some some more things. But I think he's going to get a redemption eventually. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think it would be fair. I, it would be a nice thing for him to get a redemption. I don't necessarily know if the story warrants for that or not or or where it's going to end up as far as that goes. But that would be a nice thing. You know, there there is a fantasy trope, though, um, for shapeshifters um, becoming more and more beast-like the longer they spend time in their beast shape and eventually just like having it kind of consume them to the point where they're no longer humanoid and i I wonder if maybe that is something that she thought of when creating the character of tamlin is Mm. that you know he's spent the past 50 years protecting his land turning into these wild beasts and now that's more part of him than being fey was Mm. i also have a uh, a theory, not a theory, it's in my own headcanon about Tamlin and it kind of goes back to the first book that um, obviously we know that like Tamlin, Tamlin never wanted to be You can call him Tam Tam. <laughs> uh, Tammy never wanted to be a high lord um, you know, he obviously says that, says that and we know that he wanted to be a traveling musician and so like I just want to do my music <laughs> God, he's like, an acoustic guitar player. <laughs> my my headcanon for him was was basically all of the events of the first book were him like finally having an out of being the High Lord, but still having the obligation of having to try. So he never really wanted Feyre. He never really wanted Feyre to fall in love with Feyre. He never wanted Feyre to love him because I mean, he was, needed it but he needed it because there was expectations put on him because he's a high lord yeah and then now after the events of under the mountain now there's even more expectations that he fall in love and marry Feyre because she sacrificed it, too much to him. it would have sucked if he had to stay with amarantha yeah yeah it would have what? <laughs> it do, you, do you feel like do you feel like Farah is also like trying to make it work because she feels obligated to stay with him because of everything that happened? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I mean there's so much that she's no longer human. Like that is her biggest tie to this world is Tamlin. Yeah. And I don't think she has much in common in her own eyes eyesight with her family and we see that when she visits her family in the first book and quickly leaves and goes back not only because she wants to rescue Tamlin or help out Tamlin whatever it may be but she doesn't feel like she belongs there and that being her main and only connection to this world I I think is a big driving force but as you as you see there's other options out there the the want and the, the the need to leave is more present. Do we get to see the family again soon? I mean, do you want me to tell you? 
Well, like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like we need to at some point. Is that your, uh, what's your, what's, what's your thinking? Are we, are we not? I mean, I, yes. Okay. Yeah. Then sure, let's go with that. That's your cool. prediction. <laughs> let's not talk about that. Let's move on. Um, uh, well, then, okay, so Reese shows up to, um, you know. What? Before that. Okay. She's in the bubble, yeah. right? And then she finally lets go. He's hugging her. She, He's telling her all these things. She's not talking. She realizes she hasn't talked. Mm-hmm. And then basically by hugging him back, it's like, hey, I forgive you. And then they immediately go and do it again. Mm. So yeah. have they been having sex without talking this whole time? Like, I have a feeling that like is was... their relationship. It's physical. That's touch. all they Except do. Except for that one weird <laughs> sex scene where they like. He's trying to get information from her. But like. No, it's when she was they were talking about like in the second chapter. And she mentions Lucian, and he's like, "Don't say another oh, man." Oh yeah, <laughs> you know. So, I I have a feeling this sex is getting worse and worse. <laughs> it's so weird. It's really weird. It's, really it's so weird. awkward, and especially because like how Tamlin is approaching his relationship with Feyre, it's it feels to me a hundred percent more like a dad with a thirteen-year-old daughter that he's trying to keep from doing stupid shit. Yeah. I, it's, well, I mean, the age difference like that. is, is that. similar, right? <laughs> yeah. oh. One's five hundred. One's twenty. Uh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. So Reese shows up. Reese shows up, and the first thing you see, he like looks at Fairy. He's like, "Are you guys running out of food here?" <laughs> she's so skinny, and I'm like, I feel for Fairy's body, like. The constant weight fluctuation, like she's starving and like throwing up at the spring court. She goes to the night court and she's like well fed and like feels healthy. And it's just the back and forth and just like vomiting and the constant sex. Like she's got to be exhausted. Like (laughs) vomiting and constant sex is just like puking and sex and Uh, weight gain and weight loss. And yeah. Well, they have that fight out in the hallway, right? He's like, you're not taking her. And she comes out and she's not dressed. And she comes back in to find her clothes. And they're all shredded, right? And they've been having so much sex at this point. She's just like, basically, he's been worshipping me me day and night. Worshipping my body. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) day and night. And it's like, has he been shredding all your clothes (laughs) every day? How many shirts have you gone through? Maybe it's like magic, uh, just meant like so self mending. Oh, yeah. oh, just like the house. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Self mending clothes. There you go. Problem they solved. didn't self mend in that moment, but he. Uh, what wh- what do they call that when he like shoves like the the dishes into like the extra dimensional space? Remember? Uh, yeah. Uh, he makes the table the smaller. Table. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah he's oh, just doing that with the holes. <laughs> <laughs> just making the holes. Yeah, he's just putting, he's the holes, back together. He's putting the holes in extra dimensional space. Uh, I want to talk about that extra dimensional space. Maybe this is not the right time, but I okay. had notes about that. Okay, we'll get there. Okay. When are we winning? When uh, it is a good time. I don't know. I just, I just wanted to bring it up so we come back to it. Okay, we'll come back to it. Um... Oh, and then Reese has the nerve and ah, chef's kiss to Reese 
He wipes a fleck of dust off Tamlin's sleeve. <laughs> like, he could care less. He's not afraid of that guy at all. Well, that's it. You know, Tamlin's making all these threats to him. Like, you better release her. Just do it as if he's just going to scare him out of it. <laughs> like, you can't do anything he's to me, buddy. I, yeah, your your wards are nothing. <laughs> okay. I'm everything. Um, yeah, and Tam is so frustrated. <laughs> And then he has this conversation with Farah about like, like what? Well, Farah had said like, "Hey, why don't we try to mend the relationship? Maybe he wants your alliance because there's a war coming. We should." And he's like, "Why do you even want to know this stuff? Like, haven't you been listening? Didn't no. you just? <laughs> didn't you just have this fight? Like, she doesn't want to be a fly on the wall anymore." No. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she seems super happy to go to the night court. At that moment, mm-hmm. she was like, "Oh, just to think, just to sit there and stare at the mountains and read." I didn't like this next like chapter. It just seems like, you know, when she's in the spring court, Tamlin is away doing like things, and when she's in the night court, Reese is away <laughs> doing things, and it's like, it's like in these sports movies, there's like a training montage, except <laughs> instead of like fighting or exercising, she's just looking down at a book. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> Wait, before we go into that chapter, though, that's so funny. Um, I just want to point out a line that Reese says, because Tamlin, like, begs him, like, just break out of this, you know. I'll give you anything. I'll give you anything. And what does Reese say? I have everything. I have everything. I have everything I want. And I just loved it. It was good. Yeah. But that is so funny. Yeah, I just, it was so annoying. So annoying. (laughs) I, like, I feel maybe this is, like, Sarah J. Mess's way of making us feel how he trapped Fair feels and like how she wants to be involved because she's just by herself and it's really boring to read. Um, and well, here's the yeah. thing though Reese gave her an it and he was like, Do you want to work with us? and she said no, yeah, and so he can't bring her with him, yeah, you know, so like it's not not that he wouldn't bring her, she's just being dumb and she's like. Oh, but Tamlin's trying, so I'm going to... He did relax the amount of yeah. sentries she's that like, follow me. He's like, I want you to work for me, and like you can get out there and like be a spy and get information. But Live an like, exciting life. He's like, but Tamlin's like, he's only got two guards on me this time, and I can go into the woods. <laughs> he's trying. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. It's so bad. Um, yeah, and you can tell that Reese is super worried. About her. And genuinely worried. Yeah. Like, he te- keeps trying to, like, coax out anything, like, any feeling and emotion from her. And she just is like, I just don't ca- care. Which, in my second reread of these chapters this week, I found it interesting. I missed it, like, the first five times I've read this. But when he was like, I haven't heard a thing down the bond wasn't her shields that he wasn't it wasn't because of her shields it was because she's had no emotion for this whole month i didn't catch that yeah because even she had said like yep i have nothing it's just like a pit like i've had no emotions other than that one time when tamlin tried to kill her like there's been nothing yeah we see new power oh we do yeah like ice oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i don't remember the situation where that came up Oh, because he was trying to, like, 
He was trying to get motion out of her so he could take the plate away. That's the next chapter. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that the next chapter? We're in that chapter. We're in that chapter. Well, it's chapter 11. Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 Towards Uh, the end of chapter 11. mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then Reese had that really beautiful, sad speech about how he wants to save Prithian and how he was, like, a slave to Amarantha and how he doesn't want that to happen again. Yeah. How'd you guys feel about that? Beaten, tortured, fucked, like, like he listed off all kinds of things, which was very interesting because it, it it drew a parallel to Feyre as well. Like he he's making this connection, and, and the vulnerability is is pretty wild because Tamlin doesn't really show his vulnerability, and it's it's out there for everyone to see. Everyone can see Tamlin's vulnerability, but he doesn't. He doesn't talk about it. He doesn't do anything about it. <laughs> well, he definitely doesn't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then she finally shows that emotion with the ice and the fire. Mm-hmm. When she asks, like, could I have gotten other gifts from... Is that, is that when she asks? Oh, no, she asks that later. Um, yeah. Here's, here's, here's a, a part that really bothers me about Feyre's character is now she has agreed to learn how to read. <laughs> okay? And she's learning how to read. She's reading books by herself. We don't know how complex the books are, but we can assume that they're written for an adult. And she struggles so badly because no one tells her anything. She has access to huge fucking libraries in both of these buildings and at no point does she go try to find like a history book, something that tells her anything about Prithian, about the leadership, about. Just ask questions, because Reese would tell her. Yeah, I'm sure he would. She didn't even have to read the book. She could just be like, "Hey, what's going on? Who's this Highburn guy? What do I need to know?" Yeah, yeah. but she doesn't trust Reese yet. Yeah, and that, that's that's that reasoning. I'm just saying. There's a she's more interested in a tapestry that shows the history, but n- at no point does she go looking for a book. That well, that's because it was like a painting. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> you're learning how to read. Might as well read something that's going to help you, instead of fantasy books, which I think she's reading right now. <laughs> I <Yeah>. get that. <laughs> I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everyone's always like, "Oh, how many you know professional books have you read?" None. I'm reading four books right now. They're all fantasy. <laughs> it's all smut. It's all no. Only two of them are smutty. 50%. The other two are not. <laughs> I'm at a fifty percent smut rate here. Speaking of smut, uh, Farrah goes back to the spring court and has really gross sex with Tamlin. <laughs> He's feeling like ultra protective and like and this is a weird line. It's just like. They're having sex, and which each each thrust she looks into his eyes, and he he like or she hears him say like protect, protect, protect. <laughs> each thrust. I don't think he's saying it. Oh, well, I know he's not saying it, but she like feels it with yeah. each thrust. She feels him thinking it. Yeah. In the missionary style. Yeah. <laughs> it's really gross. Yeah, she has zero emotion. And I, I just wrote, is she just laying there? I was, yeah, I was just thinking that. She's, just, she's like, just laying there. She's like a fish, right? She's yeah. just, she's just laying there. I, I can't imagine like thinking that your partner's okay when they're just laying there. Yeah. 
Maybe her Unless, hands uh, were, I don't I know. I mean, yeah, maybe she's <laughs> doing hand things. <laughs> no, I don't know. She's just doing American Sign Language. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to communicate with them in a different way. <laughs> Meanwhile, this hand tattoo is getting a show still. Yeah, don't you think? Yeah, I think I think he is probably eyes probably closed at those moments. Yeah, yeah. What, what if you if you were on somebody's hand, your eye, but mm-hmm. on somebody's hand, would you close it during those moments? Would you leave it open? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I would probably close it most of the time. <laughs> but you'd take a peek. I'd take a peek. You'd take a peek. You gotta know what's going on a little bit. I mean, that's information. Uh-huh. During sex, though? Well, pillow talk. They don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> or, if, or if you want to emasculate, some, emasculate someone, that's a great great place to yeah. poke at their vulnerabilities. <laughs> nice moves, Tamlin. Missionary. Yeah. yeah. You have the ability to shape shift, and that's what you went with. <laughs> oh God! You think he shape shifts his penis? What What would you shape shift it into? I don't know. Like it could pe- be any size, like the any penis shape. of a different animal. He's got like a duck I penis. just like I yeah. I was expecting <laughs> the, the corkscrew. Cork yeah. Oh. Terrible. I think don't some animals have like cats, a hook? Cats. Cats have, have um, spikes. Have I remember dissecting. He's the, he does like <laughs> have a lion body, doesn't he? Yeah, it's really interesting. Cats' penises. <laughs> when you... <laughs> I'm gonna talk about it because <laughs> if you dissect cats, you like the penis has these ridges on them. That's why they yowl because they like basically put the spikes out into the female. Be as descriptive as you can because this is for audio. <laughs> Yeah. They have little they okay, so if when you dissect them, they have like these little bumps on them which really are like spikes. So imagine having sex with somebody who has spikes <laughs> on their penis. It sounds terrible. Like Why do cats do it's it? Like a, I don't know. Like Why are there so many bug. cats? <laughs> <laughs> do you think he could give himself a different body part? I mean, if he can give himself antlers. Oh, I'm sure. Just like you shapeshift one thing at a time. Sure. It doesn't seem like Tamla has control, though. No, I don't think he'd he do. I don't think he could do that. Like 500 years, he'd probably learn a trick or two. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did yeah. not. He All he did was hang out in those war camps and sing songs. There were no females there. Right, right. You mean he well, that's what fi- I'm he saying. He played a fiddle. There's no <laughs> females. All of a sudden, Tamla's got uh, different parts. <laughs> Is that where all that pent up rage comes from? It's all the limericks. Oh god. Okay, moving on. Anyways, Chapter twelve. You can cut that out. <laughs> no, I no, like we're it. Keeping we're it. keeping, we're all, keeping all, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Chapter twelve. You gotta love a good p- penis description. The cat penis. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fair is prisoner again in the spring court. So it's back to being guarded. Uh, she can't really go anywhere around the grounds. Uh, and she's depressed and, like, vomiting again. And, like, <laughs> like, oh. 
I wrote, this girl is not okay. <laughs> Why does anyone act like she is? I have no idea. Oh, but then there's that scene where Lucian sees her talents. Yeah. Um. So she's, it was like the first time that happened, right? Right. So mm-hmm. she can shapeshift. shapeshift. So it's like yep. pretty clear that she can do everything. Yeah. At least most things. Um, and he like pulls her into a study and I was like, yes, this is it. Kiss her. <laughs> yes, that's where you thought this was going? <laughs> oh, she's got claws First time now. I'm like, oh, come on. We could do a good, you know, love square. Yeah. Tamlin, Lucian, Reese. I'm all for it. Lucian's way too loyal for that. Show. I know. He's yeah. annoying like that. He's annoying like that. <laughs> but anyways, he like pulls her into that study and is basically like, yeah, you need to be trained. I'll talk to him. I'll try my best. And she doesn't say anything because she's so monotone and hating life. But guess what? Tamlin doesn't want to train her in the powers. You're kidding me. Yeah. And Ianthi doesn't want her training in the powers either. Which, who brought this bitch along? Like, wouldn't it it be worse if she goes untrained? Yeah. I mean, let's just say their, their argument doesn't make sense. Their argument is... If she trains, then for sure people are going to find out that she's trained, that she has powers, and then they're going to want her and then take her as a sex slave and leave yeah. her. And, like, and everyone's like, well, nobody would do that because then all the courts would be fighting. Yeah. Like, why would they do that? And not only that, but Lucian had the best line when he's like, let her have a chance. Yeah. yeah. Like, if somebody tries to take her, let her be able to fight off. I no. think Tamlin doesn't want to train her because if she. She's clearly going to be like the most powerful Fae in existence. Then she won't need him. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that's a very that's good point. Like he's probably playing out his own fears. Yeah, um, you know, like like that whole thing of of like when the little lordlings, you know, the siblings, eventually one of them shows some sort of promise that they're going to be high lord and that makes them a target to be killed and maybe that's actually what he's feeling. Because in a way, she's kind of a child of all the high lords. Yeah. <sighs> all right. Yeah. Auntie's the worst, though. Yeah. I, there's nothing that I, that, like, um, immediately there's just a distaste for her like they just threw her in and she's a woman too like yeah in this very patriarchal (laughs) society um this broad yeah (laughs) just sounds like and she's a woman no i'm just saying she's a woman she should be able to see pifera's point of view like i shouldn't be locked up and or she's over here making it worse so i hate that bitch uh moving on and Tamlin never questions favor reading either. But does does he notice? I mean, if she's walking around with books and not going goo 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 grab grab grab, maybe I mean maybe I. We don't. They the only information we get about Tamlin in regards to Feyre is that he is ignoring her basically. Yeah. Here, here's my question though. Like, you know how she comes back from the night court, and they always like grill her, like, "What did you do?" And she tells them everything. Mm-hmm. Does she not tell him that Reese is giving her, her hook down phonics lessons yeah. and shielding them? <laughs> work for me. Yeah. <laughs> work for me. Well, I actually and wrote she... a note like that too because, like, 
why doesn't Feyre tell her that he's training? Because I'm sure that would freak Tamlin out, make her want to train. Like, if if you're if you're in Feyre's shoes, right, and no one's giving you information, everyone's locking you out, everyone is av- essentially avoiding having this interaction with you. You they're pushing you away and the first person that comes around that's going to teach you something and give you the stuff that you want you're going to naturally gravitate to so like that would to me for Tamlin would be like a big sign say hey I better step in and actually teach her something before Reese comes in and gives her everything that I'm supposed to be giving her mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense but then he does the opposite no, yeah 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 hmm so just questionable. <laughs> yeah. Everything is questionable, and then we get to the part. Yeah, this is probably one of my favorite bits in the first half of the book because it's so revealing of like what Farrah can do. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And finally, she's like comes to her senses, <laughs> which I love. Um, so. There's activity at the western sea border, and it must be something with Hybern. Mm-hmm. Right? Isn't that what they say? Yeah, they said that's the closest yeah. border to Hybern. And so Lucian and Tamlin are about to run out. They are telling Farah, hey, I'm going to be gone for a few days. And she begs yeah. him to take her. She even, like... Please says please. I have to get out of this house. I have to get out of this house. It's like, oh, just go for a ride. Yeah, and I think she says the line like, "Where was the? Where's the girl that threw a bone spear at Amarantha?" Doesn't exist anymore. Right. Well, like she lived down there, mm-hmm. and she had to survive herself, mm-hmm. and she's no longer the girl that needed someone to take care of her. She's not on the brink of starvation anymore. Right, and so like you can feel finally all the emotions she's been hiding just come to the surface. And what does Tamlin do? He locks her in. He locks her in. Yeah. And Lucian like doesn't do freaking shit. So yeah, Lucian goes down a peg. But you gonna well, you feel that he is pretty helpless. Like he 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 like she's described like he, his face pales when he like turns to her and is like. Like, I'm sorry, like, just try to be patient and, like, yeah. you can tell he feels for her. Do you think Tamlin, like, physically hurt him in that room, like, when they were talking with Ianthe about training her powers? Remember she, like, felt a wave of power? I don't know. She... I, I think that's, like, uh, more of a flex on him. Like, like I don't think Lucian fears Tamlin in, that w- in the way that like he thinks that Tamlin would do something to him but the fact that someone has more power to more power than him is enough to keep him from questioning certain things or or realizing that he doesn't have the ability to ask questions because they're not going to care yeah you know at at some point they're too out of reach and I think it also shows how out of touch Tamlin is too yeah you know to someone that he can trust to have to do that kind of stuff too um, I think he's, you know, very showing. Um, but then, so he locks her in, and she's like desperate. Mm-hmm. She feels trapped in the cell again, 
Like, she keeps getting visions of Amarantha, and, like, everything's terrible. Yeah. I, I think there's a important point that Tamon makes during the, during the yeah, speech. Yeah, okay. Is where he says to her that she can't even sleep at night. And then she says, you know, you don't sleep either. Which is interesting because the whole time that we're talking about this in the previous chapters, Feyre says that he never even moves. He doesn't wake up. He doesn't does. Oh, I never caught that. And it's it's an indication that yes, he knew that she was suffering, but, but he, he never did said, nothing. Yeah, Good we, ta- we, we talked about that before, like. He's he's like a high fay. He's gonna hear her get up in the middle of the night and vomit. Yeah. Yeah. But this is like evidence that he knew. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. Oh, um, good catch. I didn't even think about that. You know what else we never talked about? Like even the past episodes, they sleep in separate rooms. That's weird to me. I just thought it was yeah traditionalist. Like my room is. <laughs> they got two twin beds in the same room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's like I love Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> They push them together when they have sex. Yeah. Pull them apart. Um, okay. You want to talk about the sex part? Sure. Um, so basically, Farrah's like doing the thing where she's like pleading for help, but like subconsciously, I guess. And um, she gets like pulled, like physically pulled from the spring court and it is more who comes and oh wait we haven't even talked about the cocoon that they they don't talk about the cocoon until the next chapter no yeah it it does it does happen Mm -hmm. like that's the reason they come there that's the reason they come she gets enveloped in like a darkness the darkness cocoon yeah she feels fire and flame around her and ice and and ice and all kinds of elements and Mm -hmm. it's like black and then she starts to hear voices Mm-hmm. And the voices, uh, initially she thinks it's, no, that's later on. I'm going to say it. Initially she thinks it's Amarantha. Yeah. But she first hears Alice. Alice. Mm-hmm. She basically goes like crazy or like, not crazy, but she. It's, it's all her trauma just spilling yeah. out in magic. Mm-hmm. It's just yeah. a magic trauma cocoon. Mm-hmm. Dark, <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm going to call it. Yes. She gets grabbed by this person. First, her barrier gets broken. And then she gets grabbed by the person. That person takes them away through some long journey. And they end up, I think, at like a cave mouth and yeah. in a different area, which is probably traumatizing to her as well. At which point she's handed over to a man. But she, when she gets held, she thinks that the person was Amarantha at some point, mm-hmm. which I think is, again, her reliving her own trauma. She gets handed over to a man. <laughs> I thought of this like when they were doing that. When they get to the cave mouth, they're going through, and I thought of Ryan because he's probably like, gosh darn it, another stupid traveling. We didn't get to see anything else. <laughs> we never get to see any part of the world. It's like fast travel here and take the tunnel under the world to the mountain. And, like, we're stuck in the spring court, and then she's like just in a, like, a room in, a, in the night court and we just don't get to see anything <laughs> yeah. it's infuriating i think it, like just reading all of sarah mass's stuff she's she always does that she doesn't really world build she like house builds first and then <laughs> goes out into the world right yeah. like throwing a glass is very much like that 
Akatar is like that. The only one that's not like that is Crescent City, and it's like a hundred pages of world building. You're like, what the heck? Why are these these vampires doing shots in the middle of a club? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, so I think it's a nice for people who aren't heavy fantasy readers. Yeah. It's an easing your way into the world building because it will come. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I just, uh, she spends 20 minutes talking about thrusting and licking lips and <laughs> that kind of stuff. And we could use like. Who's a, the audience, Gabby? Who's the know. audience? I don't know. We, we could the use. The people who like the thrusting and licking There's lips. an oak tree that looks like an old man. <laughs> uh, just something. Mm. I would like that. The cereal. The yeah. cereal was great. I love the cereal. Yeah. 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 Um, All right, it's let's coming. move along. Let's, it's coming. It's coming. Let's move along. Oh, yeah. So more saves her, takes her to Reese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where we end. Um, all right. We reached chapter 13. There's a lot to talk about in a very short chapter. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Reese is livid. <laughs> and he's super concerned. Like, yeah. he's been sitting on that chair. And she's been passed out for who knows how long. Mm-hmm. We learned that they had to follow a protocol to get her out, right? Reese couldn't just waltz in there because then it would have been kind of a war. Yeah. Um, so Moore had to go in, follow all the things, probably take her to the summer court, which is right. what it sounded like. Yeah. Where they went because it was like green and luscious. Um, well, the summer court. And yeah, well, how did you guys... I love that we finally get to learn some fairy politics. Which mm. It's missing in this series. My interests are pretty sad. But I love the idea that, yes, he had to send someone else in. They had to take him to another course border. Then he could go grab her and bring her on back. Otherwise, it allows Tamlin to basically march on there with But with why do you think that is, though? Because she was still removed forcefully from the court and taken to another court. What does it matter if it was the summer court or the night court? It's because it wasn't under the actions of the High Lord. The High Lord. That that's what makes the difference. So what what if Moore just brought Farah directly to the night court? It wasn't her it was still her actions and not his. It it could be how you, they wrote wrote yeah. the You learn a little later on a little bit more about winnowing because you okay. wanted to talk about that. I do want to talk about So winnowing. we could talk about it now. The winnowing some people can do it better than others. Yeah. So when you winnow, like if you have a lot of power, you can winnow far. Yeah. If you don't have that much power, you winnow much shorter distances. Right. Okay. Yeah. I wrote in my notes that winnowing is dependent on the user's power. And I, f- I feel like Fair is going to be like the, the strongest, like I said, like the strongest. Yeah. yeah. Can she. Will she, and you don't, don't answer this if you don't, I mean, you might know this. Could an ultra-strong fae travel between, like, universes or travel to the in-between realm? Like, it's beyond the reality. Because I always think of, because Tamlin brought up that, um, like, the, when he made the table disappear, it went into the in-between, which is like a broom cupboard, essentially, where things are stored. And then in this chapter, Tamlin, or, um... Reese makes like a cup of tea just appear. I'm like, okay, that must have been that must have come from that in between place. So is that a place where 
a, a person or a fae can travel or have they traveled there before or has no one traveled there before and fair is going to be able to and will that come up at some point oh that's a good question you know the series is that done yeah so i don't know um it, like thinking about other powerful characters throughout the series because you know there's 17 18 books right and very strong female characters yeah it hasn't come up in any of them like mm-hmm. even Aelin, right? Yeah. Which Gary could plug your ears because you haven't read Throne of Glass yet. She can't do that. Yeah. Like the only time she's able to cross the universes is in Kingdom. Is the Kingdom of Ashes she does that? I don't remember. But she's don't falling. About that book, oh, we're gonna have books. to reread. You know, she's falling through, but it's not a winnow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You could unplug your ears <laughs> and stop. I mean, <laughs> but anyway, I'm wondering if, like, yeah, can you travel beyond, like, the world, worlds, essentially? No, I wonder if somebody will be able to do that at some point. I mean, Okay, so the answer things, is no. There are things <laughs> that, I mean, it's not done yet, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah, so. Cerise is mad. Farrah has to be, like, shaken out of her darkness cocoon. And I thought it was interesting that Reese he didn't know what that was. And for someone who's like as old as Reese and knows, he seems to know a lot about everything. He he didn't know what that was. Well, I, I think I think that comes from just Feyre being new, like or powerful. Well, yeah, but like no one has ever been brought back to life by the essence spark. A couple of people have. In, I mean, people have, <laughs> but it's been a long time. No. Like before Reese's time, I think. Sure. Or maybe like in the beginning of Reese's time. I don't. I don't remember. I think it just nods to her power. Yeah. And that's another question I had, was so. We, uh, from what I understand, magic comes from the land, right? And, so when she was under the mountain and she had died, and people were giving her their power to her, was that magic amplified because? under the mountain is like the center of oh, like sacred site, sacred yeah. site and like i never thought does of that. that amplify her magic that I, she the, that she received i don't know that's let's a good go with question. yes yes yeah. yeah that's my that's my I, I like that that's my thing i really do like yeah. that um because it, it it's subtle other people don't think about it i also think one of the things that favor has going for her which is also things that she hates but she's underestimated by everybody yeah, they don't know what to expect from her, so they expect the least from her, and then she always shows them more than what they ever thought she was capable. Except of. for Reese. Reese even says, "Even says that you're not what I expected." Anyway. But yeah. Reese is giving her more leeway because he believes that she's more. Yeah, than and it's it's when you learn more some of these things that Reese says, you'll go back on and say, "What was he actually talking about in the in those moments?" Um, so that's for future. Yeah. Um, but she base he basically says, "Hey, you want to chill here? You want to work for me? I'll pay you. We'll just work. You'll get your freedom. Yeah. And we'll just work for this to for this good cause. Um. But if you work for me, you can't say anything. So basically, right. it's like if you work for me, you're with me, and you're not with Tam. Yeah." And you can stay here as long as you want, unless you want to go back to the spring court. And when you want to go back, you can go back because this is not part of the bargain. But you can't say anything. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going back. I'm not going back. She makes it. I'm not going back. And how much did you pump your fist, right? 
<laughs> I punched a hole in the wall out of happiness. Yeah. I mean, it's not the last we see of the spring court, obviously. Yeah. The, the Tamlin thing isn't, you know, tied up yet. But I think she's going to go back. She's going to go back to try to get like information and she's going to be like pretending to be like, oh, I'm sorry. And I'll be I'll like be with you. But she's really like basically a double agent. Oh, interesting well, I, theory. I, I don't. I mean, if, if Reese is to be trusted for what he's saying, he's trying to ally himself with Tamlin. So spying on him in that way, I think, would be. I don't know if he's trying to ally with Tamlin because I feel like Tamlin is trying to. Tamlin would be like, know people that are close to the king. And like, the king is bad, yeah. right? So I think Reese will head up this resistance against the king whereas Tamlin would align himself to the king why would why would he align himself to the king he's already said he's been actively against anyone who would oppress humans uh, yeah I don't know I'm uh, a fly on the wall here because didn't Reese say that, like <laughs> Tamlin knows a lot of people that are like close to the king Tamlin yeah well his dad was friends yeah that yeah that was a reason to talk to him with that exact, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, I think um, they're clearly on opposite sides because Tamlin's like, you gotta, he's our enemy, and like, you gotta listen to everything that he's saying. It's like, well, why is, why are they enemies? They should be on the same side, right? They should be on the same side, yes. I think they're gonna work to try to be on the same side, but I don't, th- I think Feyre is gonna be the thing that prevents them. Right. I don't, if... think it, I don't think their goals are what's gonna prevent them from being on the same side, because I think they have the same goal. Yeah, but, but I... Feyre will align with Reese, and then Tam will be like, well, if you're with, if you're with Reese, then you're not with me, and that makes us enemies. Potentially. You can't see us, but I just keep moving my head from one person to the next. <laughs> and then Tamla becomes Amarantho. <laughs> uh, oh, also, she asked this question like, hey, I have fire, I have ice, I have claws, I have this mind stuff. What are the other things that I could have from the other courts? Um, and so, and are we going to discover more? Nothing. And resells her nothing. Yeah. <laughs> At all. Some things never change. Yeah. <laughs> he will tell her eventually. <laughs> he just, he's like, oh, I'll, let's just see what she can do, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Reese is like, just take a couple days. I have crap to do. I need to go. And this is why we learn that he's been leaving her is because he has a big secret right he has a whole family or whole house that he's trying to keep secret Mm -hmm. and he can't let her know because she kept going back to the spring court and then disclosing everything so he hasn't been able to trust her um but he's like hey you want to come with me right that's fine but you can't tell anyone and she does not want to be left behind yeah and we end up in Valaris. Yeah. The city of, the ci- was it City of Understars or City of City Star- of Starlight. Starlight. Yeah. Which is awesome. Uh, it's a great name. Mm-hmm. It's a great um, visual. And um, I'm excited to see what this is about. Um, and what 
shenanigans are gonna get into. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I know what I wrote here. I said Farrah wants to go with Reese and he lets her. That's the opposite of Tam. <laughs> but the way I wrote that, it looked like seven AM. <laughs> like what was I trying to write there? Tam, yeah. So it's a very important moment, right? Yeah. He is the epitome of the opposite of Tamlin. The antithesis. Yeah. Yeah, the antithesis. And I also feel like Reese always wanted Feyre to ask him to go with her. Mm-hmm. Her. Mm. Yeah. He her did. He was her. always trying to aggro, like, ask me questions. Ask me. Yeah. Ask me, which he never would. And finally... Okay, so we had kind of this conversation in the car because we were rereading. We end up in Valaris into Reese's home. It's described as this, like, very lived-in, quaint townhouse. <laughs> what is a townhouse? How do you picture a townhouse? So a townhouse, I picture it as a house that is in between other houses. Like uh, every house is in between other houses, though. No, like, <laughs> like, like, like when you see, when you go to like Harry, like, like think of Harry Potter and and the movies, and when we go to Sirius Black's house, and they're like Twelve, side, huh? side by side place, by side yeah. by side. Yeah, okay. That's what I imagine a townhouse being. Uh, that is not what I pictured. <laughs> okay, we grew up in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. I pictured those. It's a side by side duplex. Side by side duplex, like on Thirteenth Street, really close, really close to the highway. Who's who's Reese's neighbor? Yeah, who does he share a wall with? Yeah, I'm like, he's a high lord. What is he doing? Sharing? He's trying to lay low. <laughs> so that, like, when I first, I was like, why does he have a neighbor? Because for us, like in Milwaukee, mm -hmm. a townhouse, yeah has a neighbor that shares a wall yeah. they have a, a, a shared wall and so i'm like so confused but he can't it's an investment property and he <laughs> is part of like the loan regulation he has to live in the unit i i highly doubt any of you are from the south side of milwaukee but if you are you know these houses or anywhere in the midwest you know what what else is i'm talking about i i think it's true that he they do share a wall but it's like its own individual building and like the exterior wall. Are they very close? No, they share an exterior wall. Oh. Kind of like New York brownstones, how they're all touching but each other. But they're they're separate. Well, okay, maybe not New York brownstones, like... but like their exterior wall, there's no channel between them. There's just another building next to it. Maybe. I mean, it is probably more like a brownstone than it is a townhouse. Is it but isn't that like a row house? Isn't that what a row house What's is a when they house? when they share that? The exterior wall. I don't know. Mm. Anywho. And it's, I'm going to need some clarification because right now he has a neighbor and he's 84 years old and he's just trying to eat his TV dinner. <laughs> the, the lord of the night court keeps I, walking in and out. I didn't expect there to be a city, like a full-blown city. Oh, and I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, does the spring court have a city? And you're right. It? it doesn't feel like part of that world, right, yeah. to have yeah. a big city. And I did mention that. Remember, I was like, we don't see much of the spring court at all. It's like a town. Yeah, they're like, like the, rebuilding a village. It's like, okay, is it like a, a wide dirt road with like... A couple saloons. A couple of, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I imagine the spring court being essentially the Shire, right? Like, you have like these town, like little cottages all kind of put together. It's very green, very light. Like, I, 
and I don't imagine there actually being cities in the Supreme Court, just based off of that. Yeah. That visual. And, and neither yeah. does Farah. Farah's like, well, this must be a destroyed city, yeah. and we're going to be watching it rebuild. Yeah. Um, be rebuilt. Um, so I'm really excited. Are there other cities like in other courts, or is this for, like the main one that we stick with? Um, so we go visit the summer court at some point. Yeah. And they have a very large metropolis too. Okay. I don't, I, I don't know if it's a city. Yeah. But yes, okay. other courts have. And, and so does the, oh, I don't remember. Maybe it's the day court have kind of a metropolis, but we do visit other courts. Okay, cool. So. Cool, cool, cool. To me, it makes a lot more sense why Reese would ally himself at least partially with Am- with Amarantha just because if you have something like a city a highly densely populated place there's a lot more people at risk than a few small villages or cottages that you might yeah for sure yeah and it did sound like the human world didn't have any cities it was just like large towns like those don't exist yeah so ah uh, okay wow Long episode. Yeah, that's good, though. People like to listen to long episodes. Ryan's worried. <laughs> okay, we're going to do our predictions, and then we're going to rate our characters. Okay? Prediction. Gabby, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think um, we're going to discover a mating bond between Reese and Feyre. We don't know what that fucking means, but I think that's going to happen. <laughs> I think it's already happened. Uh, I don't know what that means, but... It may have happened already, um, and that could be. Maybe, maybe it was discovered by by Reese already. Maybe he knows that it's already happened. Just favorite doesn't know that. Yeah, we talked about that in. It was the last episode for book one. When they're saying goodbye, and Reese like looks shocked. He has a look of shock as they're saying goodbye. And he leaves. It's like, what did he? What did he see in Fairite? Because this is the first conversation they had when she was Faye. Like, what did he did he notice the bond before she did? Maybe it was Calamari. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was all the way back then. Good. He saw, but she out. was just human. Just the the sex fire party, and that's what he wanted. No sex hunts. Sex hunts. <laughs> sex, sex hunts. Every uh, time, get me every time. <laughs> I think that's gonna happen. I think Tamlin is going to almost get to the point of war with the Night Court. Hmm. What about you, Ryan? Uh, we're going to meet some new characters, which will be great. I think we'll hopefully be introduced to Cassian and Azriel. Azriel? Azriel, They were yep. talked about a little bit. Um, I think, I really think the the sisters are going to show up somehow. I don't know about Dad, Daddy Archeron. <laughs> Daddy Archer, who didn't even say bye to his no. daughter. <laughs> no name, Daddy Archer. Yeah, Daddy Archer. I, yeah, I, I just think they're going to be reunited. Um, like, Farrah's going to request that, you know, because it's like, yeah, I think they'll be reunited. Okay. That's all I got. Scary. All right, let's rate our characters. We got a lot of them. Ianthe. Oh, I mean... As a character, yeah. As a character, as a character, I mean, it's she's very obviously not a good person, right? And there's but that's no, okay. There's nothing that's been said that makes her not not a good person, but the vibe that she's been written in, 
already makes you believe that she's that good. You know what I, I like, yeah. too? Like, just going off this vein, is that Reese is like, she's not a good person. Yeah. He tells Farrah that. And that you're getting that vibe that's telling you that Reese is not a liar. He does not lie about Farrah. Mm-hmm. Like, he's not trying to mind fuck her. Yeah. At all. Um, which I think is important. But keep going. Um, so, I'd like to give her a C. We don't know a lot about her other than we don't trust her. But I think that's fair. I because we don't know enough. A C is good. And, um, and I think the writing is good enough to know that she's a C. Yeah. I I want to know more about the high priestesses and like how what their role is in the yeah. world. But yeah, I think that's good. That's a good grade. C. Yeah. Okay, Ryan. Um, I'm going to ask you Lucian. When you could take him. Uh, Lucian, I mean... I don't give I don't rate him below an A a lot, but I gotta give him like a B. I think you can tell he felt really bad about everything that happened, but he didn't do anything about he it. Did try did he did try at one. I mean, time. he did try to get Tamlin, and then he got like magic beam. Yeah, it, yeah. I give him a B. I think B is a fair score. I do. I I would say he's tried more for Feyre than anyone else in this in the Spring Court. Alice. Alice, maybe, but yeah. Fair. They're probably the similarly yeah. aligned yeah. in that regard. Gabby, how about Tamlin? As a character. <laughs> um, I actually think Tamlin goes up a little bit because we're talking more about Tamlin's character. And the reason I think it goes up as a character <laughs> is because we have now gotten to this point where we can collectively say we do not like him. Right? Like... like before he was just so bland in vanilla that we didn't like him because he was disinteresting. Now he has a reason to be disinteresting. So with that said, B minus. Oh wow, that's a high score for Tam Tam. What did I have meant before? Uh, yeah, I man, I, he just sucks. Oh, he's a shit bag of potatoes. But even I think his reason for being shitty is also not great. It just feels, for me, him being just, like, overprotective is, be like, also very boring. And because they never talk, I still don't feel like I know him at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I, I give him a D. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Farah. You know, Farah, um, she's been through it. And... I like that she's like getting all these powers, and that she's she made like like a good, good decision for once. She doesn't do that normally. <laughs> I give her a, I give her a B. Um, I have lots of issues with Feyre as as a person. All warranted. Um, my biggest issue is she's not trying. Like, like she's depressed, and people well, who are depressed don't always try. She, that's true. She, but she's not trying to do anything about her situation. She's relying on other people to fix it for her. She doesn't try to read any books about improving it. She doesn't try even try to teach herself any magic. She she tries she did to win. Try winnow. to go with Tamlin. She tried to go with Tamlin at the end. That's her. That's that is her rock bottom. Right. She didn't mm-hmm. try to teach herself any magic. She doesn't try to make her claws come out. She does it by accident. 
she never gets curious about it, but she wants to learn how to do it. Like, if if you're worried about it that much, do something about it. Yeah. That's where I have an issue with, with her. Um, I'm giving her a C minus. I should give her a B. No, I, t- I talked about my, my rating for her. Okay. Oh, yeah, you did. Sorry, I was doodling. Not because I wasn't paying attention, but because that's how I pay attention. Um, Clearly. <laughs> in that moment, I forgot <laughs> what you said, but that's like, yeah. <laughs> I was listening to Gabby, and so I forgot what you said. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Finally, Resand. The guy, the guy's all time. He's, he's a great character. I mean, I don't know what else more you can say about him. So it's an A? Yeah, it's an A. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to make you so mad about it. It's clearly an A for me. I think I think he's a solid A. Yeah. He shows his vulnerability. We know more about him than we've ever even known about Tamlin. We've only had like six chapters worth of, of Reese compared to Tamlin. And um, he seems to be genuine. Um, my fear is that Maybe Tamlin isn't lying about Reese, and all of it is an act, and we're being suckered along along the same way that fear is. Doesn't that make him an even greater character? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just, it's just a fear, fear that is like you like this guy, and you feel like you like him, and it turns out you're just being manipulated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that was a long episode. I love it. We're gonna edit some stuff. Well, yeah, we got to take out, you know. Like okay, you guys, stuff. this whole time, my sister-in-law's been sitting here like a fly on the wall. And uh, she's never read any of the books. So she's been giving us a random commentary. She's waving. <laughs> she's been giving us a random commentary on what she thinks about each character, but she has no context. <laughs> so Maybe she'll be on next episode. <laughs> Um, so if you feel like sending us an email, we love reading them. Love it's it. so fun, fun. Yeah. Um, email us at feelingthoritypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and anything else? Bye. Bye. <laughs> see you later. Bye, everybody. I can't wait to see Valaris. Thank you for adding that. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs>